Hey everybody, it's Alex. So this episode was originally supposed to be part of another episode where we talked about news, what we were playing, and then Kingdom Hearts 3, but we ended up talking about Kingdom Hearts for so long that we decided this should just be its own separate episode. So this episode is just the first news of the week style discussion, and you can find the Kingdom Hearts talk on its own in the feed. Okay, enough disclaimers. Enjoy. Hello friends, and welcome to Brotherly Love Gaming, the show where two brothers talk about the past, present, and future of our lives in gaming. I'm Alex, and here with me today, in the flesh, no less, is my brother Spence. What's up, guys? How's it going? It's it's going. It's going? Yeah. Going good. Okay. Uh, so, we're going to talk about a couple different things today. Uh, start off with what we've been playing the last week since we last chatted, um, get into this. <laughs> that was my uh, my not script but notes of what we're going to talk about today. So um, we're going to talk about what we're playing this week. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> what we're playing this week. Um, news of the week. Talking about some Switch indies that were just announced today. Um, some other Switch news, maybe. Um, if we have any thoughts on some AAA titles, some possibly AAA titles. Yeah, yeah, some big news. Uh, and then. Uh, with your time, we're going to also talk about Kingdom Hearts 3, which is coming in less than a week, which is insane. Uh, if we're going to... I'm going to try to explain some things to Spence about Kingdom Hearts that he's not completely caught up caught up on. Um, and at that point, we'll give you a warning. If you're not up to date with those sorts of things and you want to skip it, you can skip it. We're going to do a separate video of it as well. That way you can just jump to that if you're interested as well. Cool. Because uh, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is Kingdom Hearts. So, starting off, uh, what have you been playing, Spence? What have you been playing lately? Um, well, just like in in the last one, a lot of uh, a lot of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go. Um, still diving through that, which is still incredible to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I picked up Kirby Star Allies today, and I started playing that. And first Kirby game I've officially played. Super good. Um, right. Super fun. Um, even though I played it solo, which it's kind of more meant for the multiplayer aspect, right. it's still a lot of fun. Right. Yeah, that one. Um, I've played a couple Kirby games before, but like never to completion. So, in a lot of ways, I think me trying Star Allies is also sort of my first one. You know? right. And I play it with Liam, who's six years old, and doesn't fully understand. So I'm like, oh, yeah, it's really great co-op. And then I'm thinking like... He doesn't really get the co-op aspect of it, <laughs> so yeah. maybe a bad example. Um, but I think it's a lot of fun too, you know. So yeah. definitely, definitely recommend that one. What have you been playing? Um, I so I've I sort of fell off Pokemon, um, even though I still really like it, uh, just because I got really, really caught up in Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Okay. Which. Do you know about the game? Have you seen this? It's like Final Fantasy Tactics style, right? Uh, sort of. Yes, but also no. Um, it is a grid-based, turn-based strategy game um, with Mario and the Rabbids from the Rayman spin-off series. And <laughs> you sort of are primarily fighting Rabbids. Um, you have to... As far as I'm in, you can't take Mario out of your party. I don't know if that ever changes. Hmm. Um, so you have Mario, and then you can have one rabbit or two rabbits. Um, I have Luigi unlocked. Um, okay. You know, some sort of combination of those guys. And you move them all around the grid. Everybody has different abilities and different weapons. So Mario has, everybody has some sort of gun, but also like uh, Luigi and Rabbit Peach both have turrets that they can send off, and then they'll find people and explode. Interesting. Or um, 
Mario has a hammer that he uses as his second weapon. Rabid Mario also has a hammer. Uh, Rabid Mario actually has a shotgun, which can hit uh, like in a spray, so it'll hit the person like right in front of him, and then also the people behind him. It's great. That sounds weird. Okay. Uh, but it's it's really good because um, I wanted to play. Like I played Final Fantasy Tactics a ton back in the day, and right. I haven't had I haven't played one of those in a while, and really wanted to play something like that. It's I think it's a really good entry point if you're not super into those kinds of games, because the on ramp is really easy. It doesn't whereas Final Fantasy Tactics has a job system you got to learn all types of different characters. This one is just you start off with just Mario, Rabbit Peach, and Rabbit Luigi. You understand very the game flat out tells you like oh. Mario is really good up close. Peach can heal people. Interesting. And it does. It can get difficult at times, you know, especially if you're trying to like perfect every level, which is very difficult. I'm assuming. Uh, it is. It can be pretty tough sometimes, you know. Um, but like, I'm just sort of the type of person where, like, if one of my guys dies, I'm like, oh, resetting that map <laughs> and trying again. So. Even though there's like no permadeath, like there's no real consequence for me doing that. You can replay like matches if you want, but I'm like, no, I'm gonna get this right the first time. Right. Um, so I've been playing a lot of that. Uh, that's like the main thing I've been doing. And I also started uh, my 3DS playing New Super Mario Brothers 2 because um, since I'm behind on everything, and the New Super Mario Brothers Wii Deluxe just came out on the Switch, and I'm like, I don't want to get that right now. Right. I already have Super Mario Brothers 2 and haven't played it yet, so let me play that one. So Fair. I'm on World 2 on that one. Um, it's Mario. You it's know? Mario. It's yeah. like, I know a lot of people really hate the new Super Mario Brothers aesthetic. Uh, I don't. I don't really care one way or the other. I guess uh, this one's kind of interesting because it's all about just getting coins. You know, so every level's got three huge coins, and then there's just crazy numbers of ways that you can get coins. Like there's this, you can get like a coin block stuck to your head, and every time you jump, like it'll just have a string of coins following you. So like you then you want to start trying to move around really quickly to get a longer string of coins. Right. Probably sounds like it doesn't make any sense, but it's No, it's, it doesn't. It's kind of weird. But it's fun in context, I promise. <laughs> so so those are sort of the two main things that I've been playing. Um, as I've been discouraging myself from trying to get into into anything more complicated because obviously again, Kingdom Hearts three comes out in yeah. just a couple days. So yeah. <laughs> a couple of days. Uh, cool. So that's what we've been playing. Um, let's talk about some other stuff. So we just, just today, I guess we'll start off at the top. There is some new Switch Indies announced. Yeah, yes. this was after there was a lot of speculation about a full Nintendo Direct happening this month. So many rumored dates never happened. Okay. January is technically not over yet. They could still have a full January Direct. Right. Who knows? Uh, as of this recording, though, <laughs> there was no. a sort of. Unofficial. Indie direct, but not really right. indie direct. Right, Call it that. Um, yeah, there's some. I mean, to me, there's some interesting looking stuff. I mean, talking, having talked about Mario from Rabbids, I'm interested in Wargroove, which is another sort of turn-based strategy type of game. Um, reminds right. me of like Advanced Wars back on the Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. Um, and Crosscode, which I've been talking a little bit about. You have it's like a. Actually, I know that the trailer. I, I was telling Spence, I'm like, oh, sort of like it, it feels a little bit like like 2d zelda in a way the way you move around and fight right. and solve puzzles uh, i don't think the trailer that they showed in the nintendo showcase sets that up at all it's very very like the trailer uses really fast actiony and makes it sort of look almost like a you know enter the gungeon kind of <laughs> crazy stuff happening everywhere and that's yes. not really, it's not really the game um but it is cool and i'm excited that it's coming to switch 
because um, I have just the demo of it right now on PC, and I would love to switch it up. Cool. Um, and I know that you were not really interested in anything <laughs> that uh, was in the trip. The, the only one I was really looking into was the, the inmost one. Okay, that, yeah. That looked cool. It reminded me of like an act, more action-based Limbo. Right. Um, and I really enjoyed Limbo, so right. that one might might be to my forte. Yeah, that, and that one was, I remember, because I was, I was like taking notes on them. As I, I was like, spooky, pixel art Limbo. and But then the trailer like really ramps it up and... At the end of it, it seems more like it's sort of action game, even though they even, I think that the announcer says the puzzle platformer in most. Uh, but I don't know. I'd like to see more of this action angle because it does look interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything locked. So yeah, indie titles on Switch. Indies a good. Indies a lot of on uh, all, a lot of indie titles on Switch. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, I know that I want to talk more about indie games this year because I know there's a lot of really great ones last year that. Um, I didn't find out about until the very end of the year, so <laughs> I want to give those creators a little bit more time, you know, like a, one of my favorite games last year, maybe my favorite game that was released in 2018, um, Iconoclasts, was one dude made that game. Really? And uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, one dude. Took him six years or something like that. Well, you know, but, it's a full-fledged game. What we, side note, we side should note. actually look into some of the indie games that we played at Too Many Games. Yes. Because a lot of them said that they were looking to release the full game this year. Right. And I, I know we enjoyed a lot of I keep thinking about was Friction Sphere, I think the name of the game was. Uh, but anybody out there knows anything about Friction Sphere? It was like a sort of Mega Man X-inspired... Is that what it was called? I think it's what it was called. It was, it was really good. Or was it I Fiction that. Sphere? Now I feel bad. Either way, it was I good. think it was like a pun on the word fiction. Or friction. Um and yeah, sort of Mega Man X inspired, yeah. but rather than just shooting, you had all these melee moves that you could do. And you could create some really badass yeah. combos. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, then there was that other one that was I like... I think I got in... the guy's card. I could have talked about it if I remembered. <laughs> yeah. And then... Um... The one with a really long name? The one we like co-opt? Yeah, Yamado the... or something? Yeah. It sounded very... I'll find out and I'll put some footage up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. It was really fun. Yeah. Yeah, those were good, and then I think those are the only two we really like played for any amount of time. For a good amount of time, there was only like you played. Um, there was that platform. The platformer Eagle Island, I think it was called. Eagle Island, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one was also pretty good, but again, I didn't get to play that one for long enough to really know like what the the thing was. But yeah, yeah, see what those guys are doing. That's I've cool. heard other people talking about that. Like, the name of it is like. It's like three or four words, and it's kind of complicated. But they, I remember Yamato was one of the words. Yeah. But I've heard about people on other like podcasts talking about that game too. They played it at cons and like, oh, this game is crazy. Like, so super good. So that might end up being a thing if it comes out this year. Keep your eyes peeled. Heard it here first. I'll be thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, the thing I was saying, I was saying to Spence earlier when we were watching the the Indie Showcase. Well, that's not the number it was called this time. But anyway, when we were watching the Nintendo Indies. Was that like last year about this time? Was when. Um, Nintendo announced that Celeste was going to be launching on the Switch, and I remember I did a video on it. It was just like, yeah, the Celeste game looks pretty good, but like, you know, you can never tell how good platformers actually are from the trailer. You know, it just looks like it's a generic platformer, whatever. And like that game ends up being, you know, Game of the Year nominee at the Game Awards. Totally blew up. Everybody was talking about it, you know. But like, at the time, you're thinking like, okay, this just game, another platform. This, yeah, man. this game might be fun, you know. <laughs> who knows? But then everybody ended up loving it. So fairly certain that's what happened with Undertale too, actually. Well, people were just like, yeah. <laughs> people were just like, yeah, it's just another, 
just another RPG. Well, yeah. that game, that one had a had a Kickstarter that did like exceptionally well too, because I mean, he gave away the demo for free, and I had the demo and played like half of it, and like it didn't click at the time. I was just like, "This is cool. I'll come back to this later." And then I forgot about it, and I sort of hate myself for having forgotten about it because I love it so much now. But I remember a friend of mine being like, "Yeah, man, Undertale is so great," and I was like. I have the demo of that on my computer still. <laughs> then I play the demo on, and to the end this time, which is literally just like the first section of the game. And I played the whole thing and I was like, I gotta get this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so those are those are Nintendo indies. So other sort of Nintendo news we can cover real quick, I guess, because I, I don't have the list of these games in front of me, but we talked a little bit about this, I think, that um, this was maybe a week or two ago. Um, somebody found out that inside the code for Nintendo Switch Online, there seems to be information on Super Nintendo games. Just like descriptions of the game, like sort of what you would expect to see on like the store the, page. The store. You know, the if... name of the game, Super Mario World, and then a description of Super Mario World. Um, and it's like 20 games. A lot of them are sort of the major hitters you'd expect to see. Super R- Mario World, All-Stars, Mario Kart. Um, I don't think there's a Donkey Kong game on there, though, which was sort of a head-scratcher for most people. Yeah. Um, and then... Nintendo just was like, oh, we're not going to comment on it. So nobody right now knows. So what, what we're that thinking is, there. is that they're going to put those on the eShop more that's, than like well, that's like that's probably what most people are guessing. Well, not necessarily eShop because it's because it was found inside the Nintendo Switch Online app where you would get your free NES games. So people are thinking they're going to give these Super Nintendo games away for free too, or oh. maybe some other subscription tier, but as part of the Nintendo Switch Online service. Which is something that that'd be really cool that Reggie had announced was going to happen when they announced the service in the first place, and then they just stopped talking about it. So right now we don't know. We don't really know anything. But you know, see that why is the code there if it's that, not going to be something? Right? See that that triggers a few things in my head though because of the fact that they they just released like the NES Classic and the the Super Nintendo Classic, right? So why would they be giving this away for free when they're trying to make money off of it? I mean, I'm right. okay. I'm perfectly okay with the fact that they would give it away for free. Like, yeah, well, I mean, you know. and to them, free. Who knows what they you know consider free really? Since they are charging, it's like it, with an, with a subscription, right? right. But, um, like so an incentive, but and they have talked a little bit about this and the fact that they initially made the NES Classic. I don't think they ever expected that to. Blow up like yeah, it did. Blow up so much. And I know that they later ended up saying that there was like a supply chain issue that stopped them from making more, more of them. But they've said that part of the reason why they released it at the time they did was because like the Wii U was dead, the Switch was not out yet. But people knew the Switch was coming, and they were like, "We got to get a Nintendo product out for people," you know. And then it did so well, you know. They're like, "All right, well, let's do a Super Nintendo version," you know, or maybe they had that planned too in case the switch didn't work out or something like that you know but then again when the switch was first announced and they said we're going to use online service they said it'll have super nintendo games in addition to nintendo games Hmm. and that has yet to happen so we'll see i mean i think more plan for the future cool yeah well and sort of the interesting thing is you know there's 20 something games i think star fox star fox 2 even which was sort of the selling point of super nintendo classic is that hey star fox 2 this previously unreleased game is on here uh those which are also on the list very very strange i don't know if you've played it on yours at all i haven't actually I, I so bad that was like it. one of the only <laughs> games i actually tried to play 
I unlocked it. And on mine? Like, yeah, I did it. And I was like, why? Like, I can't believe that this game was, like, so sought after. I was like... Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, it, it just seemed, like, really bad to me. Um, I think that... Granted, you know, it doesn't... It, Typically, those types of games don't age well with time. But, well, yeah, you know. I think that's sort of the main thing is that if the game had come out when it was supposed to come out, it would have been a big deal. But at the same time, it came out at the end of the Super Nintendo's life, and the reason why they canceled in the first place was because they were like, okay, Star Fox or Star Fox sixty four. Well, the N sixty four was going to be coming out, and they yeah. wanted to have the N sixty four be associated with like the big three D graphics thing. They didn't want to be doing more of that right. on the Super Nintendo, and maybe for the best because. Star Fox 64 is really fondly remembered, you know, but compared to, like, um, you know, Kirby Dream Land 3 came out at the end of the Super Nintendo's life and didn't really catch on. Right. You know, and then the same thing happened again with the Crystal Shards, which came out at the end of the N64's life, you know, maybe just because they had to finish one game and then, you know, maybe it was for the best for the Star Fox series, even though the series is not kind of dead anyway, uh, that they did it that way, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that was on the list you know the other big question sort of linked back to that is whether is Nintendo going to release all 20 of these games at once on the service or are they going to drip feed them like they've been slow, slowly releasing the NES games on the service and who knows that was one thing like if we had done this a week ago it would have been like oh yeah they're going to do a direct next week and they're going to announce these Super Nintendo games and they haven't done a direct Again, maybe they can in a week. Maybe they'll just wait until February. You know, they can make up their own rules. And maybe they'll announce that. Who knows, you know? Right. The big thing is, like, why Why is that code there, you know, if it's for no reason at all? You know, nobody would have they wouldn't, programmed it, it wouldn't be, yeah. if there wasn't some explanation. You know, it's just a matter of, of time, basically. So, um, there's a Dragon Ball RPG in the works. Just yeah, you, you, you had messaged me about that. Now, when you say RPG, mm-hmm. did, did they release any information about it? or um, they The announcement says, like, Dragon Ball Project Z action RPG, like, under the title. And then they also ended up releasing, like, another follow-up tease to it that had, like, a render of... Goku and Gohan on it, and the audio only people are gonna hate this, but, <laughs> but there's a there's a picture I, I can probably well, I don't know why I'm showing the camera maybe editing this later, but anyway, um, there's not really any information on it except for the fact that it's gonna be out. Um, they're supposed to talk more about it next week, sad Saturday and Sunday. This is probably gonna be coming out on Thursday, so. We're missing it by a little bit. We'll have to follow up with it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Next time. I'm hoping it's for for my personal preference. I'm hoping it's nothing like Xenoverse, but okay. I'm hoping it's more RPG style than mm-hmm. and like actually action based. More like um, I don't know, like Final Fantasy 15 style with right. but yeah. with Dragon Ball, which yeah, would that's be actually super kick ass. That's actually like a really good, I think, explanation. You know, because even in terms of like fighting styles or something like that, you know, like think of how like Ignis controls yeah. um, in that game, you know. Dashes all over the place like, with, yeah, and, with his love, and he fights with, lightning ones. And he fights with with knives, you know, sort of replace knives with fists because yeah. it's still, you know, hands versus swing the sword. You know, Trunks has a sword, yeah. you know, so you could, you could do that too. Exactly. You know, yeah, that actually, yeah, you saying that is, actually makes right, me now think of how. Because right. I was thinking, because like, I don't know, like the last time they tried this, it was, uh, 
like the legacy of Goku games. I don't think hold that, up. Well, that was on that was on Game um, Boy, but like the actual like last right, RPG but, was Xenoverse, and I mean Xenoverse Two was good, but it, Xenoverse One was so like I haven't actually played not. like the Xenoverse games, but aren't but is does that like play like moment to moment like an RPG or is it, it plays like, like an MMO? Okay, like you have like. But then isn't it like a 3D packs. fighter though? When it's time, when it gets down to business, it's not very well done, right? In my opinion, it's it feels more like a WoW style than okay than like an actual action RPG to me, right? But because my thing would be like if you're gonna like if you want to call it an RPG, is to not do it like a 3D fighter or a brawler or whatever, you know? Is to I think actually like now I'm just like fantasizing about like Final Fantasy 15 style, you know? But Dragon Ball characters. Yeah, that would yeah. be sick, so dude. You can, you can make it work. Well, again, probably, you know, not even probably, we're going to have more information on this shortly, so we'll be able to follow up on it. Cool. Um, and then you'll see the Broly movie, and we can talk about that, too. Yeah, I still got to do that. <laughs> uh, did you want to talk about Bungie? Yes, yes. Right. Let's talk about Bungie talk for about a Bungie. second. So, I mean, I can tee up, like, the facts of it, but I don't play Destiny, so I can't really be, like... But I do. I'm not like it. Well, I'm like, I did. I'm like excited for them in the sense that I'm like, oh yeah, good for you guys. Like you, you know, you broke, broke up away. with your, you know, abusive, abusive uh, spouse. Ex, yeah. Uh, but um, <laughs> that's horrible. I'm not gonna apologize. It, no, it's true. <laughs> it's true. But um, but yeah, but I can't. I can't like really point to specifically like oh, like know. what are they gonna do? But here's what I'll say. Destiny. To, well, well let, let's throw it back to Destiny 1 first. So Destiny 1 was horrible when it released. It, it was literally, you could beat the game in like two hours. And then as they added DLC, it was kind of really bad up until the Taken King, in my opinion, which was like the f- third or fourth, I think. Right, and I, um, I've, I've heard other people say that too. Yes, so. and it was that was like the only good part about Destiny. Um, and then Iron... Legion? No, I don't remember the name of it. Rise of Iron. The Rise of Iron was good, in my opinion. It wasn't accepted as well with everybody else. Okay. And then when Destiny 2 came out, it was, like, awesome. Everybody was like, oh my god, like, this is finally, like, what we wanted. Like, they refined a lot of the stuff. Um, other people were a little bit disappointed because there wasn't really much new stuff, comparative, mm-hmm. but it was definitely more refined. And then, from what I've heard, I haven't bought any of it. The newest, like, the Forsaken add-on, which is... So, when they released Destiny 2, they released a season pass, as most Activision games do, because they're money-hungry. And I bought it, thinking that I was like, cool, so I get all the DLC for this game from here on out. I was wrong. So, they they basically called it Season 1, Season Pass. That's it. Like, after, after the fact. They didn't even tell you this at first. Right, okay. So I felt like I got screwed out of money, and I was like, well, screw this. I'm not going to buy your extra add-on. I already bought the season pass for this right. game. Like, I shouldn't have to. Right. And now everybody's like, oh, but it's so good. Like, it's the, the revival of Destiny, and now they, they do this. They branch off of Activision, which is awesome. I think it'll be great for the game. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, Activision. You suck for like for stealing money. Yeah, how much that, damage like that. has been done? Yeah. yeah, like they already did the damage. Like I know personally from all my friends, like they all really liked Destiny when it first came out, and then they're like, "Nah, that game sucks." Like they're right. it's literally like the worst piece of garbage. And I was like, "Well, it, it's fun for me. Like the online's fun for me, but at the same time, like Activision really did ruin like 
decor aspect of it, right. which sucks. Well, and I also know, like, they were giving away the game for free just a couple of months ago. Yeah. You know, like, like, I think it was Best Buy. It's like, if you bought any game, they would just give you Destiny, Destiny 2. 2 and free. that was, bef- I think it was before yeah. Forsaken came out. Yeah, I guess maybe they wanted to have like a lot higher installs. But yeah. even like even then, it's like if you're giving away your game for free, like that's not probably not a good thing. It's like how Evolved was, which that game was free to or it was a purchase game. Then it went to free to play after I bought it, of course. And then now the servers are down, so yeah. it's like, is is Destiny soon to follow suit? Right. Well, the one thing that I that I do think would be good for them is the fact that, like, I know. Activision wanted to annualize, so like Disney Two came out last year, and then Forsaken came out this year, and presumably they'd be like, okay, next year you're gonna do another expansion, and then the following year would be Destiny Three, and I'm sure Bungie, from the sound of it, doesn't like that, doesn't want that model, yeah. and would prefer to just be like, we're gonna focus on Destiny Two until we feel like we exhausted Destiny Two, basically, you yeah, know? which is what they did with Destiny One, yeah. You know, so I think that that's a positive thing for them for, to be able to work on their game and not have to have someone, you know, backseat driving. Right, and can and control it in the way that they want. You know, I know that they um, are also working on some other project. I forget, I forget where they just got a bunch of money from. Somebody like gave them money to work on some other project. You know, so I'm not sure how they're going to handle all of that and publish their own game. You know, since publishing is so much its own beast. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I hope it works out for them. I hope it works out for Destiny fans. You know, here's what I'm I'm curious about. I know that Blizzard has already commented saying that they are not going to be removing it, regardless of Activision being split off from them. Um, because Activision, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Activision now has a spot on the Blizzard client where you can play Black Ops Four or okay. Destiny Two. So that's where you purchase it and play it right. instead of being on the Steam Store. So they have no plans of removing Destiny Two. They already said that. They made it clear. But what does that mean for, like, Bungie? Does that mean that Bungie's going to be partnering with Blizzard now as well? And that they might be collabing with stuff? Right. Or does that just mean, like, hey, we understand that Activision's, you know, Activision, we're going to keep your game up on our platform because it was negotiated previously, but you're on your own. Right. For the next one. You know what I mean? Who knows? I mean, because... Technically, this is sort of the weird thing about like the games as a service is the fact that, like, technically Activision still published the game. You know, like if I go buy a physical copy of the PS4 version, it would still have Target Activision. It's still going to say Activision on it, you know. But the content from the content, you know, you know, the next update, you know, that would still you would still think would be in the same spot on the store. You know, is it going to be removed? Is it? Now, is it only on the Blizzard store? Yes. Can, you can't get it on Steam at all? Interesting. It's only on the Blizzard client, which is what I'm wondering what the future holds Epic for Epic Game Store? Move it over there? No. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> Epic Games, I used to love you, but you... you no. I'm pulling for him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so... Fortnite ruined, ruined gaming for me. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not uh, here or there on, on, on Fortnite or not, but I do like the, the idea of the idea of an Epic Games store that somebody big throwing money at... There is an Epic Games launcher. But no, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Well, well, they have, like, the Epic Games store now. Like, I even mm-hmm. have it, you know, and I don't have any Epic Games. 
Um, I did it because, and they got me because they were giving away Subnautica, Super Meat Boy, What Remains of Edith Finch. Um, that one might still be up. I'm not sure what the new one is right now. Um, and I can't even play all those games because What Remains of Edith Finch doesn't play on Mac. And I don't have a PC right now. So, but I have it because I will be getting one. So, you right. know, so they got me. But I just know that they, like, their whole selling point for developers anyway is that they have a better revenue split than Steam does. So, um, that's why I was joking, like, oh, maybe they're gonna, <laughs> maybe they'll go to Epic Store because they'll get more money from it. Um, I don't know. I mean, Activision owns Blizzard, owns the store, owns their real estate. You know, you'd think they would at least move from that spot, you know? But again, I'm sure, I mean, there's got to be some kind of, like, even if... Well, like I said, Blizzard already said they're not taking it down. Right. So I don't... But I would, th- again, I guess just going back to my, like, if I go to the store and buy it, like, if I buy a, a physical copy, you know, today or, I don't know, when their paperwork is signed for them to be officially off on their own, but, like, if I buy a physical copy, you know, presumably Activision still gets a cut of those because, right. like, their name is on it, they put it in the store in the first place, you know, so you got to kind of wonder... How like, broke off are why they would, actually? Yeah, why would they take it off their, especially because... You know, I'm sure Activision keeps 100% of the profits that's on the Blizzard store because, again, they own Blizzard. You know, so it, it just makes sense to me that they would just keep that there, you know, even advertising it as an Activision game still for until the next expansion, at least, because they're still going to get a cut of all that, you know, and they'll get a higher, you know, they'll bring more people to it, you know, right. they advertise it that way. So, I don't know. I didn't, I hadn't heard that part. So, <laughs> publishing is weird, okay? <laughs> publishing is weird. People, okay. people owning rights. You know, it's like um, the one thing that always comes up, and people are like, "Why hasn't Nintendo announced an N sixty four classic?" You know, it's like, okay, well, who the hell owns the rights to Goldeneye right now? That's you also know? yeah, because wow. like Rare is owned by Microsoft now. You know, Ooh, yeah, they you're right. They so it's like Banjo Kazooie was. That's that's another big one. Like how Banjo Kazooie's on Xbox. Banjo Kazooie's on Xbox. It was on the Rare replay. You know, holy crap! They own Donkey Kong, but they do not own Donkey Kong sixty four. Nintendo, Nintendo owns Donkey Kong, but not Donkey Kong sixty four. Technically, like there's some people, the people that have been like, you know, what's up with Diddy Kong? Because Rare invented Diddy, Diddy Kong, but he's in Smash. You know, he's in the um, Retro Studios Tropical Freeze games. You know, Donkey Kong Country Returns games. So like, why? How so does that work? Hell, you know, who owns, who owns it? Right. Yeah. So, oh god, that's publishing is weird. <laughs> My head hurts. Oh god. Yep, and that's why uh, it's somebody else's problem. Yeah, we're moving on. <laughs> uh, moving My on. Head's pounding now. Oh. And that's gonna be it. So yeah, you guys know what to do. Um, like this video on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel for more stuff. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review in iTunes. Apparently, once you get a hundred of those, you are like a real podcast or something. I don't really know. I heard people talking about like, oh, you got to get a hundred reviews to for Apple to care about you. Pretty much. Um, and all I want is Apple to care about me, obviously. <laughs> but that's gonna do it. I swear, I'm gonna wrap up now. Uh, I'm Alex. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex Strine. I'm Spence. Uh, do you have my- a solo Twitter? I don't. Um, we are at Believe the Love G1. Yes. We don't do much there yet, but I'm sure that this is going to be tweeted and stuff. So, yeah. uh, And we, we will tweet 
non-spoiler Kingdom Hearts reactions, only comments about people's outfits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's it. So thanks for sticking around, and we'll see you all next time. Bye.